Welcome to the Pad the Stats podcast, your destination for everything fantasy football and where fantasy title hopes come true. And now your host, James Swanson. Our first official draft is in the books. Our first dynasty draft is done. It's complete. We're ready to talk about it. So let's do it. I'm excited. This is Pad the Stats. I'm your host, James Swanson, alongside Pat Cotter once again. Hey, Pat, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. I'm like, go. Uh, I can't even speak to you. I'm so you're excited, so excited. So excited. Can't even talk. We can't even talk. Man. That's how excited we are. I know you're excited. I'm really excited. Um, we've been thinking about this for months, ever yep. since we were back at the Senior Bowl doing that, our first podcast of 2019, and we've built up to this point. Um, to say we've built up to this point is kind of funny because it's still only May. Yeah. And like I mean, fantasy football and football in general is so far away, but we feel like we've we've kind of hit that first like big check mark. Yeah. I mean, Memorial day hit first part of summer. I feel like I uh, got nice and burnt on the way in. <laughs> yes. Um, good yeah. way to kick it off. I'm actually starting to blister, which is great. Yep. I'm um, uh, <laughs> getting to that peeling point yeah. as well. I think so. Um, you know, and we got our first dynasty draft in. Holy crap. It's been a year. And it's already falling to pieces. I mean, everybody with the waiver rules, everybody's pissed, you know. Well, we're about to shatter some dreams tonight with yeah. our draft grade. Oh, so yeah. uh, tonight's podcast, we you are wait, D. we are going to we're going to talk a little bit about our league mates. Um, I think this will help everybody get a, a again a sense of. We already did kind of a mock draft of a two round rookie mock draft. Mm-hmm. Um, this will give everybody, our listeners, a little bit of sense. So obviously, you don't know these people in the league, which is you know kind of weird. But at the same time, it still gives everybody a sense of, okay, where are guys falling? How does this stack up with your rookie drafts? Now, I will preface all of that by saying we do a rookie and a free agent draft. So the way we do ours is right now everybody is at 24 players before the rookie and uh, free agent draft. Uh, everybody has 16 players. So this is an eight round uh, rookie and free agent draft. Now we will not talk about every single round. We are going to go through round one, talk about all of those picks, and then we're going to talk about each team individually and hand out some draft grades. So, Uh, <clears throat> essentially the way we do it again, we, we have 24 players on each active roster right now. We have three IR spots. Uh, before the beginning of the season, we cut down, we cut five players. We get down to 19 total. Cut, um, we cut three players. Three players. Oh, I'm sorry. Going into the season. Three players. Yeah. So wait, we got we have, cut three players going into the season and then. No, we're down we, to 19. We, you know, we're, 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 yeah. Five. Yeah. I'm not we're going crazy. My math's okay. Yep. Where yeah. we cut five, we get down to 19. So it's, uh. 19 players in your active roster. Um, IR spots obviously don't count towards active roster, so technically you could have up to 22. Uh, and then we make an, an, another cut postseason. So after January 1st, we make another cut. We get uh, down to that 16 mark, and that's where our eight-round draft in May comes into play. Yeah. So that's what I'm talking about when I say we have free agents <laughs> built in. So there are some veterans there. One veteran, Damian Williams, was a huge one in this draft. Yeah. Not sure where he was going to end up. We'll talk about him. We'll talk about some of the other studs. I don't know studs, but but guys that, that can very valuable players that will help teams that were on the free agency list. So let's get right into this thing. And the first pick was Tony Coyoto, who really has a good Pat's has to walk away real quick. So I'm gonna I'm gonna Oh, his computer's gonna die. That's all right. I can carry this for a second. <laughs> um Tony what has a team that's that's honestly pretty good. Uh, has quite a bit of young depth at places. Has a good team for the future. Did not have a good first year, 
But he was in a good spot to take the number one pick, who we thought was going to be the yeah. number one pick the entire time. And Pat, that's Josh Jacobs. So we're this is a no brainer, yeah, right? I, this is a good pick. That was a no brainer. I think if if it was if it came down to the case where he needed a quarterback, I don't think Kyler Murray would have been terrible if he would have had some very bad quarterback situation, like a guy we'll talk about later. Um, but Josh Jacobs is the best player available. I think even in a uh, even in a um, a super flex league like ours, yep. I think you go with Josh Jacobs here. Kyler Murray's not good enough for me to take over him, and it is a no-brainer. Uh, Tony was in a position where he could just take best player available. His whole team's stacked. He has the best team, which is funny because he finished in last. Um, so I thought he did exactly what he should here. Uh, does Josh Jacobs finish as a top, let's say, a top, 20 running back in year one i think so okay does he finish as a top 15 running back in year one or is he kind of right in that that area i'm gonna say yes okay but he's it's close all right in a ppr league would you rather have josh jacobs or um well i just had a name in my head too um my man from chicago and i can't think of his name uh miles sanders or or tariq cohen Miles Sanders does not play for Chicago. No, uh, he plays for uh, Philly. David Montgomery. Tariq Cohen. Okay. Would you rather have Tariq Cohen or Josh Jacobs oh, in a PPR league? Josh Jacobs by far. Josh far? Jacobs by far. Okay. All right. Um, okay. Number two, Corey went with the guy who actually was my favorite player in this draft in terms of running backs, uh, really overall, David Montgomery. Yeah. I thought this was, you know, another kind of a no-brainer, a really good pick. Mad. This is where I knew that the, this draft was not going to go – the way I kind of expected it to, I honestly underestimated our league mates a little bit. Thought see, somebody might like David, Damian Harris might go there. I thought uh, like um, he could have went wide receiver or even taken um, Kyler Murray, Kyler Murray or something like that. But he took who I exactly who I wanted, and uh, was kind of jealous of that pick. But uh, it was a good pick. Yeah, yeah, great. Here, I, I mean, David Montgomery steps in for the Bears, and uh, you know, presumably is going to be their starting running back. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did bring in Mike Davis, but I think David Montgomery is going to be the guy there, a player who I thought was a complete running back at Iowa State, showed the ability as a runner, as a pass catcher. Go back and listen to our podcast on David Montgomery on his film room series. You won't be disappointed. We dove into his tape quite a bit, and we like him a lot. At number three, we had Steve, who, look, Steve has a lot of re- rebuilding to do in some places. He has some very good players, but some players are, you know, veteran players who um, he's going to be losing here yeah, in the I mean, next few years. he's got Drew years. Brees and Tom Brady exactly. starting quarterback, and his backup was Ryan Tannenhill. So. Yeah, so that, that kind of tells you, you know, what you need to know about Steve's squad. So he has some players that uh, he's going to need to replace here in the coming years. Look, he started right there at the quarterback position and took Kyler Murray third overall. Yep. Did exactly what he should have. Yes, I, I think you're, I think you're right. I think he did, and and we've talked about this offense mm-hmm. in length now. Um, they come in and and they you know they bring in kind of a college style uh, passing game a little bit with that air raid. They're going to go a lot of shotgun. Kyler Murray's a talented player and yep. is going to have weapons around him, young weapons yep. who we think you. could turn out to be very good football players. Yeah, and he gives you that ability to run. I don't know, I mean I don't know if he'll be. You know, if how much he'll use his legs, but if he could turn into a guy like Russell Wilson in, in that terms, who, you know, will get down, he'll get you the yards, he'll get you that 600 rushing yards every year, that becomes very valuable very quick. That gives him a very nice floor to uh, every week to give you that what you need, but then he also has that big, big upside within that high powered, what should be 
it's hard to say high power at this point, but it could, could be, be high flying yeah. offense. Yeah, I th- it's funny too because like I th- we think about the Cardinals and David Johnson had a down year at least yeah. in what we in what com- you'd expect. much so in comparison to what he did in 2016. It didn't feel like a good year. It didn't feel like a good year for David Johnson, especially after he broke his wrist. People expected him to come back and do a little bit more than what he did. I feel like people are kind of overlooking because of this air raid offense and all these receivers they drafted. I feel like some people are overlooking the fact that, hey, the Cardinals still have David Johnson, who's still an elite running back in this league. I mean, I I believe he is. No, I agree. So, and that only helps Kyler Murray. So I like this pick by Steve. So recapping those first three picks, Tony goes with Josh Jacobs at one, Corey with David Montgomery at two, and Steve, Kyler Murray at three. And at number four, we had, let me see here, Jonah, Jonah went I believe. Nikhil Harry. Yep. Jonah went to Nikhil Harry at number four, who, look, I think even with Tom Brady potentially retiring, who knows when he's going to retire, really. Um, even if he plays two more seasons, let's mm-hmm. say, I still think Nikhil Harry, just based on talent, has the most upside in this draft of any receiver. I've been saying that all along. He was my favorite receiver. When I put on his tape at Arizona State, I saw a guy who could make big plays at any time. Not only is he a big receiver, but he's a receiver who can make plays in the open field after the catch. I love his upside. I love the landing spot, and I think this is a really good pick for Jonah. I agree. Jonah needed uh, wide receiver depth. He is locked in at his first two running back with Saquon Barkley and, and Joe Mixon, but A.J. Green is his top wide receiver is aging. Allen Robinson, you know, just hasn't panned out like we thought he would. We mean you both like him, but, uh, you know, that's not a great guy to have as a, your second wide receiver in a 10-team league. Um, you know, so he needed that tight end, uh, I mean, that wide receiver, and he got it, and I think this is a great pick. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, yeah, so really the first four picks, I think these are all good. I yeah, think everybody kind of hit, yeah. hit, hit it on the head with their first four picks or their or each of the first four owners, their first picks. And then, Pat, we come to you. I'm sorry, you – well, we yeah. do come to you. Yeah, but me next. Yeah, so let, let's uh, – I want to talk about this. This is a league thing, um, and this will kind of help you if you're looking to start a dynasty league, kind of you're experimenting with things. So we go through Flea Flicker. We have had success with Flea Flicker, Flea Flicker to this point, yeah, I think. Yeah, I really like the site. Yeah, um, it works well for Dynasty. Yeah, and, and if you're looking for a Dynasty platform, uh, Flea Flicker has really kind of redone things this year. They re- kind of yeah. fine-tuned some yep. things. Uh, they've built an the app. app. They've yep. even built an app this year. It's really great, so I recommend it if you're looking to build a Dynasty yep. League. It's it's just a great platform. Hey, where Flea you Flicker, can... sponsor us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Please. Um well, it's great because you can build in like we do IR spots. You can you can get taxi squats, yeah, um, right on there. You know there are some it, there's some really cool features to yep. it, um, and they have some analytics built into their, yeah. their site as well, you which know, is it's cool. funny. I actually got an edge upgrade there, kind of analytics yeah. side yep. for free by uh, putting them in a tweet saying how much I like the site, and they just gave it to me for free. For That's a year. awesome. I loved it. You know, it's great. I would you know something to try out. Yep. Something maybe in the future I could conceive myself continuing if, if I like it. You know? For but, sure. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Okay, so getting off getting off track just a little bit, but it brings me back to my point. So we the way we do this is is Flea Flicker also allows you to trade draft picks, which is yeah. exactly what Pat did at number five. Yeah. He took all we, we gave each player four minutes to make their selection, each owner four minutes to make their selection. The reason we did that is we wanted to uh, kind of motivate owners to explore trade opportunities, yeah, which exactly. we did get a couple trades mid-draft, which is really cool. Um, 
I liked it as opposed to last year when we only did yeah. one minute per. Now last year was our our yeah, was initial draft, yeah. um, but the four minutes per per pick owners have the ability to pause the draft mid you know mid or not owners yeah. but our commissioners, our commissioners which we did yeah. um which we did so we paused it and pat took all four minutes yeah and, and finally yeah. pulled a trade yeah. with Dwayne. Yeah. so pat tell tell our listeners what were the uh at number five instead of picking at number five yeah. you made a trade with Dwayne. yeah give us the details of that trade so basically i'd gone into into it knowing that if david montgomery was gone if kyler murray was gone if josh jacobs was gone i didn't want that pick anymore I have a lot of running back twos on my squad. I needed somebody I think that could get up to be that wide receiver or that running back one. I Miles Sanders, I think, is a committee back to me. I was lower on him than a couple other people. I still think he's going to be a good running back, but a, another running, a running back Running back two, yep. And I already have a ton of them. So I had been shopping that pick for a while, kind of just getting some groundwork, uh, you know, laid out for future trades, talked to Dwayne, talked to Steve, talked to a couple other people about trading that pick. Comes up to me on the board. Everything fell the way I did not want it to. Talked to Dwayne, said, hey, you know, I'm still looking to trade this pick. And D wanted to move up. Took us a little while to get it going, but we finally made that pick, that trade. I sent a, uh, I sent a. Um, so you moved, you moved out of the first round this year. Round. You got yeah. a second pick in the first round next year. So you took Dwayne's pick. I got pick. a third. I got a first round pick next year. And a third round pick. Next okay, year. and then Dwayne moved up into your pick. Into my pick at number one. So, yep. so he took your first round pick next year. You took his first round. He took your first round pick this year. You took his first round pick next year, and you got his third round pick next year as well. Yeah, I got a twenty twenty third, a twenty twenty first for the twenty nineteen first. Okay, one hundred five. Got it. So you are setting yourself up for what is supposed to be this is a conversation for another time. But what should be a good twenty twenty draft. Great draft. I love that draft. Okay, so so Pat moves out. That means Dwayne moves into that five spot, and he takes Miles Sanders here. Who, look, I was at six thinking if Miles Sanders fell to me, I was seriously considering yeah. taking him. I don't think this is a bad pick from Dwayne, no, a guy a who needed pick. to build everywhere. Dwayne needs Dwayne needs best player available. He has a lot of holes. You know, the only thing he has he has a good tight end in uh, in Jared Cook. His mm-hmm. quarterbacks aren't great, but they're established. Um, he's got Todd Gurley and Keenan Allen, but otherwise he's got pretty much like a uh, waiver wire guys to me. Yeah. A lot of older guys, you know, guys like LaShawn McCoy, who can probably, who might be a starter, but you know, a lot of not great options for dynasty. He got Miles Sanders has a lot of good upside. Should be a good committee back this year with, 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 high, with good upside. Honestly. Yeah, I, I agree. I look, I'm a Penn state guy. I've watched a lot of Miles Sanders this year. Um, he was the, like we talked about in his film room study, he was the number one recruit out of high school. A guy who was highly touted, more highly touted than, than Saquon Barkley originally didn't, wasn't quite that great in college, but he shows the ability to be an in-between the tackles runner to catch the ball to the backfield. I think he can be a three down back. Is he going to be extremely explosive? I don't know the answer to that. I don't know if he's going to be a great running back at the next level, but I think he's going to be a good running back. And at this point, I think D's getting himself a very good running back too in the long run. Um, Look, I think he's a guy who can actually even maybe has a, a ceiling of Demonte Freeman. Oh, and no I, th- I think that that's a, I think that's a great ceiling. Yeah. So yeah, I agree. I think he's, he's a good player. He's a very good player. He should be yep. a starter for, or at least, a, you know, head of a committee for years to come. Um, and D gets himself a, a good guy to build on for the future in a good offense, too. In a good offense. Yeah. Yep. I love it. I love the pick D. 
All right, so at, at six, Pat, I went Debo Samuel. Your guy. And this was my guy the whole time. I had slotted this guy to you since the start. I knew yep. you were going to take him. I did not think yep. he was going to go before that, and it made it pretty much it made it simple for you. Yeah, so again, another player who go back and listen to our film room study on Debo Samuel, a player who I loved out of South Carolina. I think he goes into an offense that is great for what he does. I think he has a chance to be a, a, a much better Pierre Garçon, a guy who can – you know, really work the middle of the field, but also does much more than Pierre Garçon yeah. too. Don't get me wrong. I think he's he's much more than that. He's a guy who can be even a little bit of a gadget player. I yep. would not be surprised if he walks into San Francisco day one and becomes a, even a special teams guy at some mm-hmm. point. Uh, if he returns punts, it wouldn't surprise me. If he returned yep. kicks, it wouldn't surprise me. Yep. Um, now my boy Richie James is also a kick yeah, returner who showed some ability there too last year. But I, think, I also think that Debo Samuel has a real chance – to come in and, and actually be the number one target for, yeah. for Jimmy Garoppolo. I agree. I agree. I, you know, if this were my pick and I was on my team, I would have taken Damian Harris there. Uh, Damian Williams, Damian I Williams, mean. Yeah. Damian Williams, just because I need running backs. Your team is set at running back. At least at the top, you got Lady on. You have, you have Chubb. You Aaron have, Jones. You have Aaron Jones. And then Kareem Hunt coming Kareem off Hunt, suspension Kevin eventually. Coleman. You're and Kevin set. You don't need, yeah. you don't need uh, Damian, Damian Williams. Like, yeah. A one-year, two-year guy, I feel like. Yep, um, that's exactly what I thought. And, and I have a lot of young receivers. I have Alshon Jeffrey. I have Emmanuel Sanders. But outside of that, I have you had a good team. So you, a you, lot of young receivers. Yeah, you're ready to so, just take best player available. So yeah, I think it was a good pick by you. Yep, very excited about getting Debo Samuel at six, and then at seven we had. Let me scroll over here and we get had to Mitch the take DK Metcalf swinging for the fences. Mitch just set his set his whole his whole uh, rest of his draft. In this, in this pick right here, the so, theme of the, his draft. Yeah, so if there's a guy outside of Nikhil Harry who actually could could have more upside than Nikhil Harry, it's DK Metcalf. Yeah. I, I, I think am DK not Metcalf afraid to higher, say that at all. I have think DK Metcalf has, high, has a higher, higher ceiling. I just don't think, it's his sta- I don't think it's as stable. No. You know what I mean? But but yes, I, and we've talked about this. He goes to a good spot in Seattle with Russell Wilson, who is still very much in his prime, who is probably going to be in Seattle. What? I think he just signed a new deal, didn't he? Yeah. Uh, he's going to be there yeah, for a yeah, while. Yeah, he signed a huge deal. He's a, um, I think he's the highest paid guy now. So, look, DK goes to a great spot. It, it was a little bit high for my liking, but... Overall, I, I think this is good for Mitch. I think this is kind of like you said, Pat, you know, really shooting for the moon. And, and I think that um, he's a guy who can certainly get you there. And, so. and uh, Mitch had just lost, lost Tyreek Hill. Um, he, needs, he needs depth everywhere, honestly, but he needed uh, wide receiver depth, and I don't hate the pick. Now, with him, I might have gone. I think I would have gone. Uh, I would have definitely gone Damian Williams here. Or um, there's a couple other guys I were taking here. I thought DK was a little bit of a reach, but hey, if you want upside, you got it, buddy. Yeah. All right. So that was seven. And then Steve went AJ Brown. Is that right? Oh, yeah. yeah, Steve had two picks in the first round. That's right. Steve had traded last year uh, T.Y. Hilton Hilton for a first round pick. For a first round pick and a fourth round pick. Okay. I'm pretty sure he got that fourth round. I did not like the trade. I still don't think it was worth it. But. He has this pick now, and he took A.J. Brown, a guy me and you both liked in the pre-draft process. Didn't care for where he landed, but Steve is a team that is not going to compete this year. If, if... It would not surprise me one bit if A.J. Brown turns out to be the best receiver in this class. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. It wouldn't surprise me at all. And if 
if uh, Mariota goes out there and sucks this year, they could be easily drafting a quarterback next year. Yeah, that's true. So A.J. Brown could really be a guy that's skyrocketing. He could be a guy that after this year, oh, yeah, we didn't really see a lot from him. But next year, man, people could be really salivating over this guy if they go out and get a quarterback that people like. Yeah. Um, Again, the only thing – the thing that's – Tough is you have Corey Davis there, who's a top five pick, who they're yeah. going to give every chance in the world to succeed. I still think Corey Davis is a very talented receiver that just there. needs a quarterback, quarterback to throw to. Yep. Um, not to say that, you know, maybe Mariota and A.J. Brown click more. Maybe that's just the bottom line is they click more. But yep. but you're right. You know, Marcus Mariota's days in Tennessee honestly look to be numbered at this point. Um based on injury, based on play. So A.J. Brown goes 8 to Steve at 9. We got Dwayne taking Damien. Damien Williams. So, so Dwayne gets his second running back of the first round, which, um, look, we talked about it before. He just needed a little bit of depth at every single position. He needed players at every single position, and I think if you're going to start somewhere, why not get yeah. a couple running backs right off the bat? I mean, he got the fourth and the fifth-ranked guy on my board, so I would be very happy. Yeah, and Damien Williams, Williams could have been a guy that went in the top five very yeah. easily of, of our first and, round. And you got to think about it with Dwayne. His team, uh, uh, you know, me, neither of me and you are big fans of his team, but he finished in second this year. The way our dynasty works is we pay out every three, three years for the best finisher. Yep. Dwayne has a lot of points towards uh, that, that, uh, that big money. Yep. And, hey, if he wants to go swing for the fences, I cannot blame him there. Yeah, especially how exactly how his first year ended. Yeah. If he wants to go get go after it for the first three-year dynasty. And just take that win. hit for the, net, for the rest. I mean, go win. Go get it. That is win, go baby, win. win. That's yeah. what we, we, we say. You want to get Shaber. that name on your trophy, you are enshrined. That's right, the Shaber way, fast yeah. and furious, yeah. right? Well. Okay, so then with the last pick of the first round, we had our champion, who was our regular season champion and our playoff champion, had a great— And the point score. High and point the score. highest point score in the regular season. Had just—won the Triple Crown. Yep. David Ruprecht, who ended up going with one of my favorite receivers because of his landing spot in the draft, Paris Campbell, who went to the Colts. I thought this was a great pick. I thought it was a great pick, too. You know, Rupes honestly has a pretty strong squad. He needs depth, but he's strong pretty much everywhere. Out, everywhere. So— Honestly, I had him pre-draft saying what the best thing for you to do is go best player available, and he did that here. I love it. Yep. Okay, so to recap the first round of our dynasty um, rookie and free agent draft, Josh Jacobs, one, David Montgomery, two, Kyler Murray, three, Nikhil Harry, four, Miles Sanders, five, Debo Samuel, six, at number seven, sorry, I got to find it, DK Metcalf, Eight, Andy is oh AJ Brown. Eight. I'm looking at Jake's second round pick. Um, sorry, AJ Brown eight, and then Damian Williams nine, and Paris Campbell ten. So the way we're going to do the rest of this thing is we're just going to talk team by team, and we'll start at the top. We'll go back to Tony, and we'll talk about his team. So obviously, Josh Jacobs at number one. Now Tony did not have a second or a third round pick. We'll yeah. talk, let's talk about his trade really quick. Yeah, this was so the other trade of the draft. This happened beforehand, before the draft even started. Yep. One of our one of uh, the kid, one of the kids in our league, Jonah, went up and uh, he wanted a second round pick. He did not have one. Uh, Tony traded away his second round pick to you know the eleventh pick in the draft for a third round pick next year and a second round pick the year after. The following year, twenty twenty third and a twenty. 
21 second. Yep. Tony, you're an idiot. This is a <laughs> terrible trade. You have the first pick in the second round. You can very, pretty much consider that a first round pick. And you traded away for a third next year and a second the year after. You have no... Jonah could finish high. I don't think he... I mean, yep. I don't, he's not on a team to do it, but well, he could and finish... We, and we talked about all the players that Tony could have gotten at that spot. Yeah. TJ Hawkinson, Hakeem Butler. Oh there God. were a number of players. If he comes out of this draft with Josh Jacobs and Hakeem Butler, he gets an automatic A+. Yeah. Now, I'm looking at his, his draft now... He's got, to me, like a, a B minus C. Yeah, well, I'll talk about the grade yeah. that I gave him in a little bit here. So we'll talk about his picks. He did not have a second or a third round pick. He took Jalen Hurd, who went to the Niners with his the, the first over the first, first pick of the fourth the round. Jamison Crowder at five point eight. And then Miles Boykin. I lost the number on that. Well, I think that was the sixth the round. Pick, yeah. First pick, sixth round. First pick of the seventh round was Rodney, Rodney Anderson. Anderson. And then Hunter Renfro, first pick of the eighth round. So, um, look, I think Jamison Crowder at 5.8 is a, a, a nice pick. Yeah. I, I'm not sure about Jalen Hurd. I like some other receivers in that wide receiver room in San Francisco over him. He's a big guy, I think. Though. I think that the guy that I just talked about, Debo Samuel, is going to be eventually be the number one there. Dante Pettis is a good Dante one. Dante Pettis, I think, is a guy who has a very high ceiling as well. Marquise Goodwin and, and Jimmy Garoppolo showed a good rapport when Jimmy Garoppolo was healthy. And we haven't even talked about their number one receiver. Who's that? Richie James. No. We t- uh, <laughs> um, Kittle. Oh, George Kittle. Yeah, well. Yeah. Number one pass catcher. Yeah, for now, until Debo Samuel takes uh, over that. He's not going away. I, Debo Samuel's going to be nah, that guy. he's not going to. I think he is. I think he's going to be great, but th- I think he, that uh, Kittle's the, the focus of that offense. I think Debo. like Kelsey. Okay, all right. Well, I think Debo Samuel is a matter of time before he catches 90 balls, but we'll see about right. that. Kittle will catch 100. No, Kittle's not catching 100 anyway. So, uh, you know, Jalen Hurd, good. He's got potential. You know, it's a fourth-round pick. That's okay. Jamison Crowder and Miles Boykin, I like I like their value there. Uh, Jamison Crowder could be the number one wide receiver in that Jets offense. Could and be. Miles Boykin, I honestly liked him in the pre-draft process. He's in a bad offense, but hey, you know, if if uh, uh, what's his face, Marquise uh, Brown, no, Josh, or, Lamar Jackson, uh, Lamar Jackson finds a way to turn it around. You have a, you could have yourself a, no, a number one wide receiver just like that. So um, I didn't hate those picks, Rodney Anderson. Um, I love the running back. Me and you both love the running back, but bad. Um, he's in a bad landing spot. Yep, um, and I had a perennial have, pro bowler in yeah. uh, and Joe Mixon. Joe and, Mixon, and you so. don't have Joe Mixon, so yep. Eh, and then Hunter Renfro. Nah, I'm not a big fan of him either. So yep. Honestly, uh, Tony, your team is great, but your draft was bad. I give you a. Uh, I gave you a C plus. I gave him a C minus. Again, like the Crowder pick. Not huge fans of Herder Boykin. Uh, Boykin mostly because of the offense. Heard mostly because of that receiver room. I don't think he's going to crack a top spot. Nope. Uh, with a quarterback who, I don't know, is he even a top 12 quarterback in the league? Mm. In Jimmy Garoppolo? Maybe? Um, no. Uh, I, maybe getting there, but... Yeah. So, you know, Josh Jacobs pick, obviously, that's a no-brainer. Great. Uh, and, and then Rodney Anderson stuck. And Hunter Renfro, I don't know if he's any good, but... I mean, those are that's a late pick, whatever. Um, but I'm going to give you a C minus. Yeah, as bad well. trade out of that second pick. Yeah, that, 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 that had, knocked it down for me. Butler as well. here, you'd have a B plus. Yeah, that knocked it down for me as well. So let's move to Corey. Uh, I really like this draft. Just I'm just going to yeah, say that I right off the it. bat, I this was it. one of my favorite ones out of everybody in our league. Yeah, David Montgomery at two, and then Noah Font, who uh, look, 
he was very close to actually being my number one tight end Mm -hmm. just in terms of fantasy production, what I think he can do from a fantasy uh, perspective. Um, I think he goes to a good landing spot with Joe Flacco, even if Joe Flacco flames out like Joe Flacco can do. Uh, I think Drew Locke Locke was my favorite quarterback in this class. I think he's going to step in. Noah Font's going to fit in just well in that Broncos offense. Not to mention that Corey had a huge need at tight end. He had Kyle Rudolph and Jordan Reed were his two starters. He picked up Noah Font. I think that was a great, great choice to get one of the top tight ends in this draft with uh, Noah Font there. Yep. So um, then he goes uh, he goes Dwayne Haskins with with his third round pick. Um, great value there, honestly. He doesn't yeah, even I think need it's good he has value. a ton of young quarterbacks, so he doesn't even need yeah. him, but shit, you got a good trade. You got a good trade value there. Yeah, I would have I would have preferred to see him take Drew Locke there, but I'm happy he oh, didn't. I agree. <laughs> but hey, yeah. I mean, if you if, if Haskins is your guy, I can't yeah. argue that. They're both close. Uh, there's there's probably one pick here that I didn't like and it's Michael Gallup in the fourth round. But that's just because I don't think Michael Gallup's any good. Yeah, I mean, um, I think this is good value, honestly. I think Michael Gallup could be the wide receiver too there. And, you know, even in a short, in a, in a bad offense, or not a bad offense, like a, just a not high-powered offense, not yeah. what their focus is. Hey, he's got upside. Is he? I, do I love him? No. But at, with the yeah. fourth-round pick, why not? Yeah, 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 I agree. And, and it just comes down to what For I saw. Personal taste. Yeah. from Gallup in year one. I, I yeah. just don't know if he's very good, but um, look, Ryquel Armstead with his fifth round pick. Yeah, I like Pat, it. Pat, you love him. I like it. I, I just love his, I've seen his ability. He's pretty, he's a good guy. I think he can be a, a full-time running back in this league. And he's in a great situation with Fournette being kind of questionable yep. with his future, with his playing time. He's always injured and he has that kind of, uh, always seems to be in trouble hanging over his head. So um, honestly, Ryquel Armstead, I can guarantee you will be uh Somebody that you're going to be want, having having some eyes on this year. Yeah, yeah. I saw a little bit of Rockwell Armstead at the Senior Bowl uh, at a Temple. I thought he did. Yeah. I thought he did well. I thought he actually looked pretty good as well. Um, good landing spot for him in a run heavy offense, or at least it was a run heavy offense. Not sure how that's going to change with Nick Foles. Um, Riley Ridley. I didn't like the tape coming out of Georgia. Um, yeah, I mean, and I don't love. Him. I don't love the landing spot. Yeah, me neither. But hey, it's, it's a crowded wide receiver room with. A quarterback who I frankly just don't think is any good. Yeah. Um. But it is what it is. I I do think that he's a good route runner who could potentially yeah, I mean, just be it, a good the, pro. The wide receivers are wide open there. Yeah. Jay Sternberger, six your sixth round pick, Corey. Um, pick. Loved Great this. Pick. Loved it. Needed some more tight end depth, so you got yep. and you got him and Jay Sternberger next in the pick. sixth round yeah, to I an know. offense that is a great fit where you're going to have Aaron Rodgers there for probably five more years. Yep. Um, yeah, love the pick. Darwin Thompson, another guy, Pat, that you loved. Yeah, I like him a lot. I was kind of mad. I was very mad at you for taking him. Um, I don't know why I hadn't selected him earlier, honestly. Um, kind of questioning myself there. Darwin Thompson, he, you know, honestly, you could see him as a starter at this, this year. Car- Carlos Hyde is, 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 you know, has been a, a journeyman. Damian Williams is not a guy I think is, is that great. Just kind of tied to a great offense. Darwin Thompson could be seeing a significant workload this year, not to mention just as a, a gadget guy. Yeah, he could he could almost kind of fill a te- you know a, a Tariq Cohen kind yeah, of role. And he's he's for how small he is, dude. He's packs a punch. It's surprising when you watch him on film. And then getting Equinemius St. Brown right at the end of the draft. I mean, throwing a dart at that Packers wide receiver group. Why the heck not? If he becomes the number two guy in that offense, he's going to be putting up wide receiver two numbers. Yep. Yeah, so uh, for me, I gave I gave Corey a B plus here. I gave him um, an A. 
I gave him an A. That's, I loved it. That's fair. The, again, the only thing I don't like, I'm not a Michael Gallup guy. Um, One bad pick. But but overall, I thought I thought you did a pretty good job here. I loved it. I thought you did a pretty Cor- good job. I mean, Corey, you, yeah, I think you got my second highest draft grade, so yep. great job, buddy. Well, I'll give a little of a kind of a, a giveaway. That's also my second highest draft grade as yeah. well as B+. So that that's good. Uh, I really liked it. I thought yeah. it was really, really solid. Um, let's move on to Steve, who finished in eighth last year. And we talked about the Kyler Murray pick. We talked about the A.J. AJ Brown pick. Yep. Two guys who, again, I think can really exceed in this league. I think can uh, be very, very... Obviously, Kyler Murray's going to be a, a, a fantasy impact yeah. player from day one. A.J. Brown, I think, has a chance to be a fantasy yeah. impact player maybe in year one. Uh, certainly in year two and then in the second round now pat you did not like where he got this player devin singletary i look at your next four picks and i love every single one of them but not just looking at the names but i think you reached on devin singletary there were guys there i would have rather had i would have rather you had hakeem butler go the next pick who i absolutely love i would have much rather had hakeem butler um michael harbin i would rather had uh justice hill i would have rather had so you know, I, I can't be mad at the Devin Singletary pick because I do love him. I loved his tape. I think he's got a, a good amount of upside this year. Could even be a starter by the end of it. But um, I just thought you reached on him a little bit. If you would have got Hakeem Butler here and Devin Singletary with the next pick, which I think you could have done, I, it would have been this this draft would have been a home run. I think it was already yeah. great, but this you would have been easily my favorite draft of all time. Yeah. I, look, I'm I'm a little bit. I'm not going to be quite as harsh here. I actually don't mind taking Devils, Devin Singletary where you got him. Yeah, I mean, um, I think you needed some, you know, obviously some no, running back he help, running back depth, he um, really did, which was big. And and this is a guy who I do think is going to be a starter mm-hmm. in this league. I really yeah. do. I, I was, we were so impressed at his tape. No, we were. Um, if you have not, I've said this before. I think I tweeted this out. If you've not watched Devin Singletary's tape, go watch Devin he's Singletary's fun. tape. Dude, he's fun to watch. He breaks the first tackle. The first every man every time. He's got LaShawn, little LaShawn McCoy in him, and that's yeah. great that he went there. He's not going to blow you away with his 40 time. He's not going to blow you away athletically necessarily. He's a smart but, player. He but on the field, he plays fast, and he's a guy who can make a, you know, he can just make plays happen, and he looks like a football player, yep. which I, I love. Deontay Johnson, I think, look, the Steelers always hit a home run with wide, or not always hit a home run. They're very good at selecting um, wide receivers. usually very good at selecting wide receivers, so I, I, I like this pick in the third round. Bruce Anderson is a guy who you like. Geronimo yeah. Allison was one of my top-rated players, so the fact that you got him at the end of the fourth round, look, this is yeah. a player who's still yeah. 25 years old. I know he's only on a one-year deal remaining with the Packers. They could bring him back if they do. He's my favorite great. to get that second running, that second wide receiver spot yeah. there. And that, and if, like he's I said playing earlier, well before his injury. Yeah, like I said there, if, you're, if you get the Packers' number two wide receiver and he stays there the rest of the year, you're getting wide receiver two numbers, and and if he's even just to that wide receiver two that week, he's going to be giving you wide receiver yeah. two numbers. Uh, Bryce Love, I look the landing spot for him in Washington is not a good one. I don't love Bryce Love's tape, but <laughs> that's this is love Bryce Love's this tape. Is a good taxi squad guy. It is, yeah. Just stash him on yeah. the year for stash him for the first year. Maybe next year he comes out and replaces um, Chris Thompson and fills that same exact role. Yeah. Okay. All right. I think fourth or fifth round, that's he's, great. I don't think he's the same player as Chris Thompson, but I think he can. I think he's that, that lightning kind of pick to, to go with Geis's thunder. That's fair. That's fair. Okay. Uh, and Miles Gaskin, who 
I'll be honest with you. Look, he was a, I think a four year starter at Washington. Yeah. Um, has some incredible career numbers for the Huskies. Look, I think this is a guy who could, he could be eventually starter. be the starter in Miami. He's like, Kalen I mean, Blage might not be any good. It's an open, it's an open question there. Yeah. I mean, I like Kalen Blage better, but at, with the value there in the, in the sixth round, why not? He's a good pick. I was going to take him. I was actually going to take him until he did. And, and, um, I ended up getting to that, but yeah. I was gonna I was gonna take Miles Gaskin. So, uh, Pat, what's your grade on Steve? I gave him an A minus. I also I gave him an A minus. I had it a I had it a B plus, but I, I, upon further review, I'm moving it up to an A minus. Yeah, I'm not gonna punish you for a little bit of a reach on a guy that if you like him in Devil Devin Singletary. So yeah, I, I gave him an A minus as well. I think that um, <coughs> you know overall did a good job with with some rookies in the middle rounds. Got. One of those guys, I think it's going to be good. I think Devin Singletary has a chance to be really good. I think Deontay Johnson has a chance to be good. Um, and then at the end of the, your draft, you took two running backs who, look, they're flyers, but I think they're two of the better flyers in terms yeah. of late-round running back flyers, no rookie running back flyers. No doubt. So uh, I like it, Steve. I give you an A- minus as well. Okay, let's move on to the champ is here, and that's, here. that's Jonah Meyer. So Jonah finished uh, seventh in the league last year. He took Nikhil Harry with his first pick. His second pick was one of my favorites, TJ Hawkinson. And he, he had a huge needed huge tight, needed end. tight his end. end. His tight end, his tight ends were old. I think he had um he had uh um the Packers. Jimmy Graham? He had Jimmy Graham. And then he had somebody else old. And so I think the him him uh getting DJ Hawkinson there with that trade for uh with Tony who Giving up what a, a second in two years and a third next year that was masterful, Jonah. I loved it. Nick Foles was a reach in the third round. I would have much rather had um, uh, Drew Locke, yep. who I think went after him. I think that was a mistake, Jonah. Even though you do need a uh, would it be nice two to have, picks later, three yeah, picks later, I took. I'd have <laughs> much rather had Drew Locke. Uh, no, Nick Foles is starting this year, but Drew Locke has a lot of long term potential. Nick Foles is a little bit for the next couple of years, but I would rather had Drew Locke. Trey Burton, you know, I mean, again, you still need a tight end. Not a bad pick. Ronald Jones, um, you know, while I don't, I don't like him, he could be the starter. I mean, even as a bad starter, he could be the, that guy. So why not at that point? Um, some kind of questionable picks after that, guys I don't care for. But, uh, okay, you know, Devin Funches and Deshaun Jackson, maybe they can give you something this year. Uh, Wayne Goldman, I don't know what you're thinking. <laughs> yeah, so I I gave Jonah a B minus for his draft. Um, look, I did not like any of his last four picks. Really, look, I get it with Ronald Jones. He has a chance to be the starter there. From what I saw in his first season, he just doesn't look like a good football player to me. Yeah, I agree. Uh, but hey, give him another shot. This guy's gonna have every chance to be the Buck starter again. Is I think. he better than Peyton Barber? I don't know. Can he be better than Peyton Barber? So that's yeah. a question. I don't think that's a high floor to beat. I don't think he can do it. Well, I think if he gets the workload, maybe he could be a, a little bit like a worse, like a poor man's Lamar Miller. The, the only problem is, is he can't catch passes. And in a Bruce Anderson offense, Bruce Arians offense, Bruce Anderson. Bruce Anderson's actually going to be Bruce running, Anderson's running. going to be the starter. Yeah, I think he's going to be the starter too. That's why I love that pick yeah. uh, by by Steve. But um. Yeah. He's also going to be calling plays, which is great. So he can call for himself. <laughs> but in that Bruce Arians offense, if you can't catch passes, I don't care how dynamic you are. You're yeah. probably not going to work very well. I, look, I mean, maybe Devin Funches finds a resurgence in his career hey, with knows? Andrew Luck. 
Or even just catches a bunch of touchdowns. Yeah. That's, that's great. I mean, it's a good offense. Yeah. Why not? Um, I, look, just a really quick re- recap again. I give Jonah a B minus here because mainly he gets the number one upside receiver, in my opinion, yep. with Nikhil Harry, and he gets the best tight end in the draft, yep. in the yep. rookie draft with TJ Hawkinson. Yeah, and build a huge need at both of those. I think it's great. I love those first two picks, Jonah. Um, look, and look, in your fourth pick, you get Trey Burton, a starting tight end. Yep. So yep. you just upgraded your tight end position. I thought and that was awesome. Down. And locked it down. I thought that was awesome, and you get a potential starting running back with your fifth round and pick. And he, so. he honestly needed running back depth, and, yep. and there was nobody else there that would have the potential that Ronald Jones does. So. Yep. I like it, Jonah. I gave you a B. All right. Now on to the man's team, yep. my dad's team. That is and this me. is you, Pat. So uh, you want me to talk through your team? Yeah, let's do it. All right. You want me to? Yeah, do, you want me, do you want me to explain my thoughts and basically in the draft? So like I said, I, I, had, I had been on the, on the board. Didn't think I needed Miles Sanders because I have 100 RB2s. Yep. No RB1s. So I'm, I'm like, all right, I'll take that first round pick. Hopefully get a really good running back next year. Yep. Or potentially Jerry Judy, uh, who I yeah, love. You could get Jerry Judy, um, yep. Uh, so traded that away with D. Um, so passed on Miles Sanders, Damian, Damian Williams, who I would have taken there. Yep. Um, next pick I had in the, middle of the, in the middle of the second, I took Mikko Hardman. I was very mad at Mitch for taking my guy, Hakeem Butler. I was kind of honestly... Wanted to trade the second round pick away too, but I just took Miko Hardman. He's got a lot of upside. Uh, Kelvin Harmon was my pick in the third. Um, you know, I just like his ability too. He's one of my guys. Um, I kind of steal on your thunder here. Why don't you go ahead and finish it off from here? No, no, it's fine. No, you're fine. I, I enjoy you talking okay. about your process yeah, a little bit that's too. That's probably a good idea. Um, so, uh, next, you know, yeah, keep going. I honestly. At this point in the draft, it was right at the end of the third round. I had, I had, uh, Dwayne's actually pick from earlier in the year when I tr- got uh, traded away Mark or got Mark Ingram from him for AP. Um, let's see. I took, uh, I took, took Curtis Cur- Samuel here. Curtis Samuel, who I really like his upside. And honestly, the veterans, uh, I think veterans were being kind of underrated in this draft. Curtis Samuel, I think has a lot of upside. Well, I don't think it happens. I think I see it in the realm of possibility that he becomes a wide receiver one in that offense. I still like DJ more better, but I think that Curtis Samuel could really break out this year. Um, picked up a guy who I think is a great flyer in the fifth round. I didn't have a fourth round pick. Uh, fifth round, I got Carlos Hyde, who I think, you know, he's a uh, dart throw. But honestly, if he's the starter in that offense or something happens to Damian Williams, man, is he going to eat um, somehow got Daniel Jones in the midway through the sixth round. Couldn't let him fall any farther. You know, I don't care for him, but a, a quarterback that went in the first round for almost top five. Yeah. Why not? Why not? Took Vance McDonald in the seventh. You know, I don't need a tight end, but I could see him being a top 10 guy. He's trade bait or I just got a very deep tight end group with Eric Ebron and Hunter Henry. And then Demarcus Robinson, I'm going to, I'm going to secure up that, Second spot in the um, in Chiefs. the Chiefs uh, wide receiving core. Make sure I have, or you know, try to take another dart throw to really secure a good share of that offense. So that was my draft strategy there. Okay. Um, well, <clears throat> I'll be honest with you here, Seed. I I didn't love your draft. I gave you a C plus. Um, I don't. I I'm not sold yet on Meikle Hardman. And me neither. Honestly, I'm not sold either. 
but and I'm also not going to factor in the C plus does not factor in your trade because you you pulled off a great trade. I'm not factoring that into this yep. grade at yep. all. I just want to say that first. You pulled off a great trade to get into a better draft class next year. Two first round picks, phenomenal, and you get a third round pick, so even better. Yeah. Um. You you made a haul next year. If I were factoring that into your grade. I would give you much higher. But for these picks alone, seven picks, you had two in the third round that made up for that. Um, I think Kelvin Harmon has a chance to be a good football player and a good wide receiver in this offense. Look, when we put on the tape, he was one of my favorite players. Yeah. Still a sixth-round pick, a guy who, look, if if I'm being honest, uh, not a lot of draft capital invested in him. Yep. So... You know, how long of a leash does he have if they figure out, hey, this guy can't create separation? He doesn't doesn't have much. But honestly, uh, uh, all the rest of my guys, like the guys that I loved, had gone right before I wanted to pick. Miles, I mean, David Montgomery, uh, Akeem Butler. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to get the guy I love. So Yeah, and and that's that's fair. And where the guys who you wanted went, you know, kind of ahead of you there, um, I thought you got some – you still got good options. And look, don't get me wrong. Kelvin Harmon in the third round of this draft is still a good – we both loved him pick. in the pre-draft I loved, process. I loved his pre- yeah, I loved it. Came He's come down for me, but I like the tape. Uh, look, you know I'm a DJ Moore guy. I think this mm-hmm. is DJ Moore's breakout year. He's going to be a top 12 receiver this year in I fantasy. I think the same thing. I agree. Um, well, I don't agree with the top 12, but I think he's, he's going to be good. Yeah, he's going to be a top 12 receiver in fantasy this year. Um, <clears throat> excuse top me. Top 24. He's going to be a top 12 receiver in fantasy this year. Um, so Curtis Samuel just volume wise is not going to find a way to i think he's outside the top 30 for me um probably somewhere in the 30 33 35 range uh when it's all said and done yeah uh but hey look he's still a free agent you get him near the fourth round yeah it's not bad and, and there is upside there no question um carlos hyde is a guy who look you're i, I like this pick value wise again um i'm not a huge carlos hyde fan but again, you get him in the fifth round for a guy who goes to a good offense, and yeah, he's competing with Damian yeah. Williams, who two years ago Damian Williams was last year, even mid last yeah, year. Yeah, I mean even mid last year before you, he became the starting running I mean, back. If you if you said all right on a random team, would you give me would you take Carlos Hyde or Damian Williams? Last yeah, year? I mean saying, Carlos Hyde, no what, question. Why are you even comparing Damian Williams yeah. to Carlos Hyde? Yeah, yeah. So you know, a couple of your picks late. Um, I do actually like the Demarcus Robinson pick very late. I think that's a guy who's one of the better flyers at this point. Vance McDonald is a starting tight end in the league who you got in the seventh round. So not too bad altogether, but just some guys that aren't really my guys yeah. there. That's why I gave you a C plus, mainly because the Miko Hardman pick. I, I'm just not sure about him. Who would you have taken instead of Miko Hardman? If I can ask you, if you just go over. So, Miko Hardman um, down there. Uh, uh, just looking at it, I don't know. I don't know, to be honest with you. I think Terry McLaurin has a chance to be better. Who I you took way later. I took way later. Um, But not saying that doesn't mean anything, but you got Yeah, I, I think that, that Todd Gurley might not play football again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know if Daryl Henderson's a guy. Look— I'm not saying that you should have taken somebody else. Yeah, I know. I'm I just agree. saying based on, I, I, honestly, on face value here. I felt the same way when I was picking Nicole Hardman there. I did not want him. I, did, I was like, I kind of want to trade this pick away, but I need to take somebody. Yeah. I can't trade, trade away my first and second round pick. 
I, right, I'm, well, a, I'm a competitor this year. I, I, I feel you, man. I feel you. And I know I 100% understand why you're fired up. Yeah. So, all right, if, well, give me one real question. Okay, go if, ahead. If we got to move had, on. If I would add Miles Sanders in there, what would you have graded it? Uh, wow, you're throwing me on the spot here. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if it would have changed it. Okay. Okay, cool. All right, so your pit, your draft. Go ahead and explain. explain <laughs> All right, what, very, what, very you know. quickly. So, you know, I love the Debo Samuel pick. Um, he's who I wanted. I did not have a second round pick. Uh, so I had, I had gotten, um, I had traded away my second round pick to Pat. I got his third round pick in return. I traded my fourth round pick to Jake, got his third round pick in return. So I had three third round picks. I went Terry McLaurin, Dallas Goddard, and then Drew Locke. So I had 3.5, 3.6, and 3.8. Look, I, I'm still looking to build depth at wide receiver because I have I have guys who I'm just not sure about. I'm hoping to hit a home run on one of these guys. I think Terry McLaurin has a chance to be Dwayne Haskins' favorite target in Washington. They played college ball together. I liked him. I did not expect to take him, but that's who I went with in the third round. Dallas Goddard, I have Zach Ertz. So this shores up my tight end spot basically forever at this point. Yeah. And, um, or at least for a very long time. And honestly, if, if Ertz leaves next year, you have two great tight ends then. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I, and, like, I love that pick. Yeah, so I got Dallas Goddard there. Uh, Drew Locke was the quarterback that I wanted in this draft. I got him in the third round. So Goddard and Locke were two of the players I really wanted to get. McLaurin was not a guy that I thought I was going to get in the third round. I was I was happy with it. I was fine with it. Um, I took Dante Moncrief in the in the fifth. Again, I did not have a fourth-round pick. Um, I think he has a chance to come in and catch 60, 655, 60 passes in Pittsburgh in year one. He's 25 years old. He's a big receiver, 6'2". Um, he strums a guitar like you wouldn't believe. <laughs> he, I just I, – I love it, man. I love it. I love Dante Moncrief. Um, I shouldn't say I love Dante Moncrief. Like I'm, I'm like – think he's going to be like a I love the idea of receiver. watching him him strum that guitar <laughs> me too in the man end zone every, <laughs> me every too. touchdown i cannot wait well look i think he has a chance to be ben's number two i i do i yeah. i there's a chance that james washington is not is not going to be the guy that they thought he was and deontay johnson and deontay johnson's a rookie yeah. coming out of the mac like i don't know what they're that's going to happen with Washington and Johnson in year one. There's a chance that Dante Moncrief steps in. He's a veteran presence in this offense yeah. now. He's the oldest receiver in this offense. Uh, yeah, he really at is. 25 years old. So look, there's a chance he comes in and has a is a good campaign. I like taking him where I got him. Deontay Foreman is look. I know he tore his Achilles in 2017. He only played in two games last year. My prediction is he's going to leapfrog Lamar Miller as the starting running back in Houston by the end of this season. I'm calling that right now. At least I think it's going to be an an even split. Um, No worse than that. I think he's the better running back. They took him in the third round of Texas two years ago. He's still young, 24 years, 23, 24 years old. I like Deontay Foreman. Um, Mike Kosicki, look, he had a terrible first year in Miami, but I think he's, look, he was a high-profile pick. Second round, had a very good career at Penn State, is known for making big plays, is a little bit more of a strider than a true... um, kind of i don't see him as the same like travis kelsey type but he's still he's still really athletic yeah uh can jump out of the gym um so we'll see with kasicki he has a chance to be a bust i think and then look in the eighth round i 
I just kind of took a flyer. I took a divine to Zigbo. I gotta love the name. <laughs> gotta love the name, and Man. that's part of the reason I took it. You divine. So that's kind of how I hit, yeah. hit it with me hard. What'd All you right. give me for a draft so grade? So for a draft grade, I gave you a B. Honestly, I didn't mind your draft. I, I like the. I mean, Debo Samuel. I already had you slotted in, so I already just accepted it at that point. <laughs> I would have taken. Sure. Like I said, I would have taken him a six, but in your situation, I would have taken him. Yeah. Um, Terry McLaurin, I liked a little bit less than you. You got him right around the value that I thought. I thought he was my, the 27th best player on my board. You got him at 25, right where he should have went. Dallas Goddard, I love the pick. I talked to you about a pre-draft. Thought it was a good move for you, just because of what we had. Uh, you know, you what you have on your team and where it's at. Um, locking up that thing because Zach Ertz is a guy who could get injured. He has before, uh, and even then, Goddard might have some standalone value. You know, he could be take a take a step up and just. They could run that two tight end offense. They're yep. both good enough for it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, we both like Drew Locke. You know, I, I like the pick there. You took him right before I was about to take him with the next pick. So that's all right. Now, the one pick that I had talked about to you with you earlier, Dante Moncrief. I like him a lot. I like him better than the player that I think you should have selected over him. But the only reason I say you should have taken Ronald Jones with that pick, who went one spot later, is just because... I think you need a little bit more running back depth. You've got great running backs, but I think that... Adding, but I only have five of them. But you only have five of them. Adding Ronald Jones, even though I think you only think he has about a 5% chance of succeeding, would have been better than adding Dante Moncrief, who I don't think you're ever going to start even if he does hit close to his ceiling. Um, just because of how many top wide receivers, or just how many young wide receivers you have. So I think just adding a guy like Ronald Jones, even to just trade him away later as maybe some height builds... Uh, towards the preseason would have been a little bit better. Don DeForman, I don't agree with you. Kind of like think, I did already. Yeah, like you did last year. <laughs> I, I, I drafted Ronald Jones in our startup draft, yep. and then I traded him for Calvin Ridley. And a, and a third? Yeah, and a third-round pick, four, and I traded away a fourth. Yeah, so you really killed that. I made out on yeah. that um so sorry jake or thanks jake <laughs> yeah you're yeah exactly so don deforman i don't agree with you i think lamar bill is a better player there could he get injured yes and don deforman would take over there i don't think he quite recovers from that achilles injury i'm a little more pessimistic than you there but hey not a bad upside pick mike sicky not a bad upside pick either i already told you i'd rather have mark andrews or i don't know if no i had taken vance mcdonald right before that um but hey you got upside and you can cut him and there's plenty of tight ends out there honestly in our league because it's just a 10 man um, and then Divine Zigbo, why not? He's got a great name. <laughs> exactly. All right, let's keep this thing moving. We have four more owners to talk about, and let's talk about Mitch right now. Billy Mays, DK Metcalf, and then, look, this is the guy. Wow. You yeah. talk about big-time receivers. He went DK am, Metcalf, Hakeem Butler, J.J. Arcega-Whiteside. I am jealous of your, of your wide receiver depth now, Mitch. Man, you got guys I like. I mean, DK Metcalf, I wasn't a huge fan of. He had fallen down my ranks. He ended up at 12. But to get him, you know, you got the, all the upside in the world there. And then to get Akeem Butler coming back, gosh dang it, I hate you. I really wanted Akeem <laughs> Butler. He was my guy. He was a guy I think he's going to be very successful in that offense and in the future. But, man, getting DK Metcalf, Akeem Butler, and J.J. Eric saying Whiteside, who I think has a lot of potential yep. for the future if Alshon Jeffrey leaves. Um yeah, there's, there's wide receiver two upside for JGR Sega Whiteside, yeah. and, and yeah, of course. Now, the one thing I said in my kind of assessment was if you would have taken, instead of getting JJR Sega Whiteside, if you would have taken either Justice Hill or or Devin Singletary, who I think was still on the board, let me make sure of that. Uh, no, he wasn't. He went 2.3. Yeah. 
He took no, him. No, you're right. So if you had to take a Justice Hill there, I would have loved it because you do need you you need uh, running back depth. I think his running backs right now are. Let me check. Um, he he needs running backs. He's got three running backs, and his fourth running back is Eo Smith now, and then he doesn't have anybody. So yeah, I and think then he, that he getting, gets Benny Snell, who's a Benny Snell, a, a, so, a backup. Yeah, so I think probably getting somebody there like Justice Hill, who has some potential this year, would have been really good. But otherwise, you know, your first four picks I can't disagree with, and I I love them. Yeah, same. I'll, I'll echo that. Uh, DK Metcalf, love the upside. Keen Butler. Look, it wouldn't surprise me if Hakeem Butler was the best receiver in this class. Goes to a, an offense that is set up to be a offensive, you know, first team, pass first team that um, I think could benefit Hakeem Butler, you know, with uh, Kyler Murray in Arizona there. Um, J.J. Arcega-Whiteside, another good offense. So the, the fits here are great for these guys too. All three, Metcalf, Butler, or Sega Whiteside, all three good offenses. Ito Smith in an offense that historically uses two running backs should be the the number two running back there in Atlanta behind Devontae Freeman. Um, you know, Tyro Williams is a guy who's always threatened to break out, just has not done it yet. Yeah, now he's the number two re- receiver for the Raiders, and he's and yeah. Billy Mays is a Raiders fan, so I, I cannot uh, blame you for taking that. Or for picking him and picking him there. Yeah, and then late you get a couple of guys who look. I think have a chance to do a little something josh doxson is still an athletic player who has not broken out yet but look he played a lot last year with what colt mccoy yeah um i don't know if dwayne haskins is going to be the answer but i think it's it's his best chance to date and you got quincy and who we have we have liked in the past yep um and then josh reynolds who honestly is a guy i'd like to have on my team if any any of those Rams wide receivers get injured he's a guy that you could you know sneak into your flex role yep um, so I don't hate it, especially in the, as the last pick in the eighth or the eighth, seventh pick in the eighth round. I gave Billy Mays an A minus. This yeah. was one of my two or three favorite pick, uh, drafts. Um, yeah, I know, gave, I gave him a B So yeah, I gave, I gave him an A minus. I love it. I love the first three picks and uh good job, Mitch. Nice, nice draft, buddy. And then we moved to Jake. Jake. He, oh, now, Jake. Now, oh, Jake. Jake didn't have. Well, let's just say that Jake didn't have much draft capital. That is true. Let's slide. Let's slide. T.Y. Hilton in is Jake's first round pick. Okay. Because that's who he got. He got he traded right at the start of the year. That T- is fair. T.Y. Hilton for um, his first round first, pick. First round pick and his fourth round pick. Great, yep. great trade by Jake. It helped him be uh, the, the third you know, best team in the league and arguably the best team in the league. Uh, and yep. Going in as the possible favorite to win it this year. Um, but he look, I, I like that. I'll yeah. say this, Pat. I like that. I don't like his picks. No. I like Irv Smith in the fifth round. He traded up actually to get him. Yeah. Um, I, I like that pick. I don't like Andy Isabella where he got him. I thought no. he could have got him later. I wish he would have got him later. Um, yeah, he could have had, he could have Daryl Henderson, Justice Hill, Deontay Johnson, um, Terry McLaurin, you know, guys that I think are that I like over guy like I do not like Alexander Madison's tape. I know he's the backup to a guy who look, gets injured a lot. Gets injured a lot in Minnesota and in in what should be a good offense with an improved offensive line. Um, but I, I just don't love it. Look, Mike Davis is another guy who's going to be you know kind of stuck. I, he's never. I don't know if he has a clear role to a starter starter workload. Um, 
you know, David Montgomery's going to be the guy there. At least we think he's going to be the guy yeah. there in Chicago. So I, I don't love it. Um, and a couple other guys who I think are honestly cut candidates. I yeah. think four, four, your last four picks are probably all going to be cuts at some point. Um, and I mean, it, 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 they're guys that you're going to hold on to, and you're going to, they're all going to need an injury to start. Yeah. Jordan Scarlett ain't starting this, this year. Now, don't get me wrong. When you get into the eighth round, you're taking flyers anyway, yeah, so whatever. But but, there were, there were but better still. guys on the board than what you took there, Jake. Devontae Parker, I don't mind as a high you know, high end upside in the eighth round. You got him at the 73rd pick. It's a great number to get a guy that I think um, you could, uh, you know, hey, maybe he breaks out this year. I don't think he does, but hey, you're right at the end of the draft. Might as well get a guy who could be the number one receiver in his offense. Yep. Look, I, I would say with, in terms of what you've done with moving draft capital, you've done a good job. Yeah. Uh, just that T.Y. Hilton trade alone makes yeah. makes you, you know, your team that much better off and, and, and that valuable. Yeah. Now, I would knock it down a bit because, I'll be honest, our trade, I won by a landslide. Yeah. Even though it's did. not a big trade. Um, you, got, you got a stud for the future for, and compared to a guy he cut and yeah, then also and upgraded around. Yeah, exactly. So... Uh, but, but yeah, I mean, I can't understate and I don't want to, um, you know, kind of be remiss for, for stating the fact that you got T.Y. Hilton for a first yeah. round pick, which is phenomenal, phenomenal. Yep. Well done there. Um, just did not like a lot of your picks. Jake, continue trading your draft picks because you d- you're not good at t- using them. <laughs> exactly. I gave you, I gave you a D, Jake. I gave you a D, a D plus. Okay. Let's move on. The money badger, Dwayne Shaverell, who finished second in the league yep. somehow, some way, bag. somehow, some way with that roster finished second. I the still least, don't know how The least did. valuable roster in the league yep. took second. It was one of the most remarkable things we've ever seen in terms of the analytics of Dwayne's team versus it where was he finished. All, you know, almost as remarkable as our first triple crown ever that I've seen in, a, yeah. in one of our leagues. Yeah. Was D taking taking second? Yeah, it's kind of crazy that we had a triple crown winner and it wasn't the most remarkable thing that happened. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it's pretty <laughs> wild. It's pretty so, wild. But D, well done, Bravo, I, buddy. Yeah, I, I'm gonna be quick with this D. I, 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 we have you and we still have roofs to get through here. Um, but overall, man, I gave you a B, a, a B flat. I thought, and that's a solid grade. I only I gave two A minuses, a B plus to Corey, who I really liked. And your team, a B overall, who you're looking at me right now like you gave him a higher grade. Um, let me talk about it real quick. Look, the Miles Sanders pick I thought was good. The Damian Williams pick was good. The Marquise Brown pick, who I think has a ton of upside, even with that Liz Frank injury, even though he's not in a great offense, yep. I think he could be Lamar Jackson's number one target. I think he fits Lamar Jackson's game a little bit. And I think the upside is really there for Hollywood. Darrell Henderson, you have Todd Gurley. Bravo, great pick. Needed him. That Needed was, him. God, that make your draft. Yeah. And then you get TJ Yeldon, a young running back who's going to a team with Frank Gore, who's old as dirt, yeah. who could break down at any second. LaShawn McCoy is going to break down at and any Dwayne second. And Dwayne has LaShawn McCoy. And he has LaShawn McCoy. And Devin Singletary, who hasn't played a snap in the NFL yeah. yet. So... TJ Eldon, could he yeah. be the Bills starting running back at some point this season? It wouldn't surprise me one And you could easily see him be playing a factor at least in the, in the passing game. I agree. He, does, he is a very good pass-catching running back. Absolutely. You get Kalen Blosh, who could be the Miami Dolphins starting running back in round five, or round four, sorry. Uh, David Moore, who's a breakout candidate. Um, you know, I haven't done a whole lot of diving into David no, Moore. No, I need to look more what, to David Moore, do some tape but, on him. But, but there yeah. are some, there's some definite Rumblings out there about there. him as, as a breakout. 
Chris Hogan didn't didn't love your last three picks. I I don't I just don't think. Look, if Duke Johnson winds up somewhere else, I think it's great. I just don't think there's much hope anymore for him in Cleveland. D buddy, I think Duke Johnson was the best pick of the draft. Yeah, I do. I think that was great value. If he gets traded, he instantly gets a huge upgrade, and at least I, and, yeah. and at least for the first part of the year, you have a guy that could could uh, take some role take some uh you know uh third down work away from Chubb. Chubb's not a, a pass catcher per se. You know, I still think he's in a lot, but Duke Johnson, if they use him right, could be a very, very valuable, uh, a very, very valuable weapon. You know that as well as anybody having him two years ago help you have a very good season. Yeah, it was just it was just very odd that last year uh, he couldn't do anything. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, they just didn't and, use him right. I don't know if I could ever start him because he couldn't be started. Yeah, and he wants out of there. So maybe he he becomes a disgruntled guy that gets out of there. Maybe he goes somewhere. Yeah, he's talented. Don't yeah. get me wrong. He's talented. So, I look, yeah, I mean, it, in terms of hopefully he gets out of Cleveland Even or hopefully year. they use him differently. Even next year. Yeah. Bench him, keep him for next year, and now you got yourself a great a great guy rising up the board. What would you give D? I gave, dude, I gave D an A- minus with the potential – for an A plus, if he wins the league this year, or even takes second. Nice. Because he he made moves with that trading his first round pick away next year to increase to make the team as best as they could be. D, if you win the league or take second, I'm giving you an A plus best draft in the league this year. Yeah, yeah, no, no doubt. Um, I give it just a I give it a B because I think there's some. There are some floor issues for me with with Dwayne's team. I think Damian Williams potentially has a low floor. I think TJ Yeldon potentially has a very low floor. Keith Brown, um, Daryl Henderson. Kalen Balazs' floor is hell or the basement, whatever you want to call it. Uh, Darrell Henderson might not see the field. Yeah. I mean, um, but but look, for all the reasons that I stated the, on the positive side of things, I think the positive. I'm going to be an optimistic here yep. and think the positive outweighs the negative for D. And we know um, D. D's going to somehow turn, exactly. turn these guys into gold. Yeah, so I, I give you a good round, a good grade here, buddy. One of my one of my favorite drafts of uh, guys. Of our dynasty watch guys. out for Braxton Berrios. D's picked him. He's going to be a top ten receiver this year. <laughs> yes. All right, our final one. Let's wrap this thing up, Pat, because it is getting late. Yep. We are over an hour now. I don't think there's much to say about this one. Roops, I liked your first pick with Paris Campbell. I think it was exactly where he should go. You needed a guy like him just to add some explosiveness to your offense. Justice Hill, I'm kind of mad at you for taking. I would love to have him in the third round. Damian Harris was a good pick. I know you're a Patriots fan. Why not take a guy who has a good future, as could really be used as anything in that backfield? After that, I didn't care for many of your picks. John Brown, um, yeah, he's got upside a little bit, but in a bat in an offense, I don't see uh, working out for him. Michael Crabtree ain't even on a team right now. Maybe he gets some upside depending on where he lands if he lands anywhere. Ben Watson suspended for the first four games. Not a huge fan of that pick. There were, there were much better tight ends out there. I would even cut him now and pick up a guy like Mark Andrews. Yeah. Say see you later. And then Demarius Thomas, uh, you can throw him on your IR and hope. I gave you B minus groups. Um, I liked your mainly because I love the Paris Campbell pick. Yeah, I like the and I like your first three picks, and I actually really like Damian Harris. I good offense, good running offense that likes to use a multitude of running backs. I think Damian Harris has a great chance to be. Sony Michelle has been injury prone in the past. Exactly. 
I like the Damian Harris pick. Damian Harris pick. So your first three with Campbell, Hill, and Harris really made this draft for me. That's why yeah. I gave you B minus. The last three players I think might not even play a down in yeah. 2019. I think there's a real chance at that. Um, now Ben Watson probably comes back and plays some for the Patriots, but you know the Patriots might say, hey. I'm not, we're not screwing around with a 38, 39-year-old tight end who gets suspended. Like, yeah. let's just cut this dude. I don't know. I don't know what his contract situation is yeah. like, if they can do that or not. Um, Demarius Thomas, what, just tore his... Tore his Achilles. Achilles, right? Yeah, I mean, he's, he's a wide receiver for the, for the Patriots. Does he see the field this year? Does he play this Late. year? Does he get cut? Late. I, yeah, so... I think he starts the year on the... I think he's guaranteed to start the year on the pup. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, I mean, last three picks, don't love him. Um... And Michael Crabtree, like you said, isn't yep. even on his team. I gave yet, you, I gave you a B minus. Roops, you know, first three picks, great. After that, yeah. John Brown's a flyer. Yeah. So, um, all right. Well, that that about wraps it up for our our rookie and free agent dynasty draft. Hope you guys enjoyed this one, and hopefully, it gives you a little bit better idea of where yeah. some of these guys are going. So. Yeah, decided to release a bonus pod for y'all. You know, we wanted to get a good Hell pod yeah. out for our league. Uh, we might have figured we might as well just release it to the masses. So you guys get a bonus one. You get to hear our wonderful voices one extra time this week. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Are so so lucky. That's right. And and uh, Swan, I hear you're going down to Alabama this weekend. Yeah, yeah, I am. You're gonna um, enjoy the sun while we all drown up yeah. here in the, in the in the rain. Yeah, yeah. It's it's currently yeah. Twenty eight was like a river today yeah. on my way home from work. So that was nice. Yep. But um, but all right. Well, listen. Thank you for tuning into the podcast again, everybody. You can find us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio. Um, I don't know what I'm missing, but you can find us pretty much any podcast directory out there. Follow us on Twitter at uh, Pat the Stats on Facebook and Instagram. And until next time, we'll talk to you later. Bye bye. Yep.